Hello, and welcome to Two Houses, a podcast about two people living with DID who are married. Um, I'm Vader. And I'm Jamie. Hi. Hello. I don't know why I continue to say hi to you after that. <laughs> nice um, to see you. How are you? <laughs> this is our casual greeting. Um, <laughs> we haven't been hanging out all day or anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about... Um, hosts but specifically the switching of hosts um just kind of yeah all about hosts so the changeover yeah so what is a host jamie well a host as we describe it is the person the alter who's um fronting the most so they're the one that kind of does most of the stuff in life they make a lot of decisions for everyone, and they try to keep things running. In a lot of ways, it's kind of their life that the people are living. Um, yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good description of a host. Would you add anything? I wouldn't add anything. Okay. No. I think you covered it pretty well. Um, Alright, so... The reason why we're kind of bringing this up is because there's kind of been a... Um, switch of um, positions. Right, in our system. Yeah, in your system. Really recently. Do you want to explain that? I will. So, Hikari, um, one of the first podcasts that we made and uploaded, um, Hikari was explaining that she is the host of our system. And that was true at the time. And uh, with you, Vader, you were the host of your system. Yeah. But since then, um, things have transpired that have been really difficult for Hikari and she's been struggling and there's been what I would call burnout which isn't uncommon in hosts in DID it's not only happened in our system before but it's happened in systems that I have talked to where the main person because so much responsibility lies on them and not only are they taking care of like everyday stuff, but they're taking care of an entire system of people and responsible for that. It can get really overwhelming. And Hikari was hosting for years. She really did a great job and she was hosting for years and her time may not be completely over. Um, but for right now, I am the host. I, Jamie, am the host of our system. I am out the most, host with the most. <laughs> And um, I'm trying to work in keeping with what her goals were. Because our goals are very similar. Like, we want to work on our relationship and keep it alive and keep it, like, really strong. Yeah. And that goes for anybody in here. Certainly true for me. So even though you and I are not technically married, um, you're married to her. I'm still committed to this. and yeah. We're uh, still partners. We're still partners. And we work on it. Um, so it's been a little different, you know, cause I'm used to planning things with Hikari. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has been a little different, like working with you some more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes these things happen. I know that I'm not the original host for my system. Um, there was quite a few before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard to like pinpoint, but I would say like Anna and Trin, um, 
were the main hosts at some points in our life. What points would those be? Um, <clears throat> I would say our like preteen years was probably Anna. Um, and Anna kind of um, she grew up with um, the age. Um, but trend definitely came around when we were in high school. Um, she just was just extremely social and looking back, it was definitely her. Um, and in, in between there, there was also like tricks, but she was more like, you know, a homey person. So at like, home, it was more tricks and then like outside of the house, it was more trend. Yeah. So they're kind of sharing time, like co-hosting. Mm -hmm. And whenever Anna was out, it was pretty um, chaotic because um, she holds trauma. She has trauma memories. And um, so it was like, she's a host that got burned out. Um, so yeah. And, you know, what's the, um, there's a reason why <laughs> we work together, you know, and that's to avoid the burnout, so... Yeah, that's been a really big thing with our former therapist. He was consistently reminding us, you guys have to communicate inside. You have to work together. And every time um, he would, you know, talk to Hikari about her being host, he would say, like, that's a lot of pressure. And um, maybe you can set it up differently so that you're not in charge of everything. But instead, people can report to you. That's what he was suggesting, is like, maybe you're not like aware of all the things that are going on inside as well as everything outside. You focus on what you focus on, but other people inside can let you know things. And that was really not happening. And, you know, to this day, isn't really happening in our system. But he was really big on cooperation. Yeah. They really wanted to shift our system into a mode of cooperation, and we did to some degree, but we didn't achieve it entirely. Yeah, for me, I think I was pushing the burnout. I was towing that burnout line, but that's when the Death Star came about. Which is your subsystem. Which is my subsystem. So like what your therapist was recommending that's essentially what ended up happening for for me so devon is more in charge of things that are happening internally and he reports to me mm -hmm. about things and usually i have to like ask him like hey what's going on um <clears throat> so a lot of people do like keep me in the loop mm -hmm. but as far as like being super aware of what's happening with inside the inner world right. it's not like it's not what it used to be no. so that also changes too it shifted for you it shifted yeah. in a positive way and you don't feel burnt out anymore because you have this help <clears throat> um, people who specifically are there to support you and what you're trying to do and uh, Hikari has a subsystem too but that is not the way they operate it's more a subsystem where um, they sectioned off parts of the abuse. Mm -hmm. So they hold different aspects that Hikari doesn't personally hold, but they don't support her in the same way. They support her by holding, mm -hmm. but they don't support her in terms of like functionality. 
And that's just a different way it goes. What kind of things would you recommend to, like, aside from working together as a system, but, like, recommend in preventing burnouts? Oh, God, it's so hard because I have burnt out before, too. This is my, what, third go-around being host? (laughs) And I've done it wrong a lot. So this time around, I suppose, you know, your question is really relevant because this time around I have to be more careful. So one thing that happens is I have to make sure that I am not fronting all of the time. I can front most of the time, but I can't front all of the time because it's going to get overwhelming. So I make sure that other people throughout the day are getting time out and um, dealing with different parts of life. It's not just me. Even though we don't really communicate internally, we still do the switching. So that's something. Yeah, a lot of times I'm like, you know, I ask like, hey, do you need a break? Mm -hmm. And that's when I can, you know, call somebody else out that is part of, you know, the lineup, basically. Yeah, we have a core crew, just like you guys do. Yeah. We have a lot of alters in our system. Like, last count, I think it was 80-something. That's a lot of people, but most of them don't front. Um, They have fronted in the past, you know, briefly, sometimes to come out in therapy, sometimes just to let themselves be known, speak their piece, and then they don't need to front anymore, or they don't want to. So we kind of have a core group. Hikari is still part of that group. Mm. You know, she's still a person who fronts every single day, but it's for much shorter periods of time. And you do get to see her, and that's important. But Elle is also very prominent. And what she brings to the table is kind of this um, nonchalance, I would say. This ability to experience what's happening but not connect emotionally to it, which is so important. I mean, it's not ideal. If you want to be a fully rounded person, it's not ideal. But it's what she brings and what helps us right now. And she's on her own personal journey, too, where she's learning how to connect with emotions. It's not like this is static. It's not like it's stuck in time. We're all changing, all growing. And then Sarah uh, comes out quite a bit. Yeah. And that's really interesting because when one of the littles fronts, depending on the little, depending on the child, sometimes it can be a huge relief. Mm -hmm. It can be this... um, kind of experience that is gentler than the adult reality that most of us live in because for her she sees things through the eyes of a three-year-old it's very simplistic it's very simple there's a lot of um basic needs to get met and one of them is basically feeling happy Mm -hmm. or feeling loved And that's really all it comes down to. She doesn't need to worry about paying bills. She doesn't need to worry about anything like that. And so it's a a rest for us. Would you um, say you relate to that? I would say that I do relate to that. Um, We don't really let Rue out a whole bunch. Um, That might shift, Mm -hmm. you know, soon. But uh, I will say when, like, Stacy comes out or even Trin, um, it is a relief because they, one, Trin's used to fronting, like, a lot. She can withstand quite a bit. Um, it is an effort to front. But it is an effort to front. It takes some stamina. Um, Stacy, she has recently 
stepped more up to the plate. So she has more recently become a core um, group, core, part of the core group. Um, and she helps a lot because she just, you know, looking for fun. And yeah. for me, I'm always struck, like, I'm always fucking, like, stressed out. Stressed out and worrying about every little thing and hypervigilant about everything. Um, so it's always good when somebody can come out and just be like, you know, I'm going to help us detach from whatever you've got going on in your head. <laughs> right. But that's the thing, too, is that. We're kind of working together to find you a balance. Yeah. So that you, as host, experience things other than stress. Mm -hmm. It is so stressful to be host. It can be. And it's a lot of pressure. But part of learning to deal with that is part of what we're working on with you, which is trying to relax sometimes. Yeah. Which is very difficult for me. Which, um, you know, is why my subsystem um, is here. Because the juggling of the whole system plus the external things, like, it was too much. Like, I thought I had it under control, but turns out it didn't. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, being a host is pretty, pretty stressful. Um, I try to make good decisions, but recently they haven't been so great um but i'm working on that it's a work in progress yeah and that's part of um everyone's journey in here is that we just like any person with did or not we come to terms with things about ourselves that are difficult and we learn to grow from it yeah and you're in that yeah i'm i'm done <laughs> you're done <laughs> i'm perfect <laughs> No, I'm still learning a lot about myself, and I am really committed. You know what's interesting is that the last couple times that I've been host, first of all, I've presented as younger. So mm -hmm. my age within the system has been less than what it is now. Now I'm 30. So that was stressful by itself, because when you're 16 years old trying to carry an entire system full of, like, 20-somethings, that's just, that's a lot on your plate. Yeah. So that's one thing that's different. But also, I'm really trying to make sure that I do this the right way. Um, before, the other times I was host, I was resentful of it. It was like, I guess nobody else is going to do this, so somebody has to, and I guess that somebody is me. Super resentfully. That's not the way to go into it. <laughs> you know, not if you want some kind of success. Um, so for me, in terms of trying to succeed this time, I'm trying to be open to it. I'm trying to say, okay, this wasn't what I was planning on, mm -hmm. for sure, but I feel like I can contribute, I feel like I can try my best, and I feel like I can try to take care of myself in the process. You brought up something, um, about being 16 and being the host. Right. Um, how... Is it somewhat common for people younger than the body's age to be host? From what I've heard from other systems, it is pretty common. Oftentimes, from what I've seen and heard and experienced, um, there is always a prominent teen. 
And oftentimes the teen or teens have that energy, like that Stacy has, for mm-hmm. example. They have this cavalier attitude. They have this ability to detach from the difficulty of the reality. So oftentimes a teen part is essential to a system. They kind of like make that social circle of life. I'm really centered around like the social aspect. Like a lot of stuff that I bring up, it's about the social aspect because I'm horrible (laughs) at it. Horrible with keeping in touch with people. I'm horrible (laughs) at, you know... That's true. Talking I do have to, to remind you to keep in touch with people you know and love. <laughs> that like, is a thing. There are people like, you know, I'm super connected to and I care a great amount about. And yet I'll get a text message and I'll just be like, not today. <laughs> and then but it's not it'll for lack just of be like, you know, and then Devon will just be like, hey, you going to text your friend back? Mm, not today. And it sits there for about a couple weeks and then... <sighs> Yeah, but I think it's anxiety that does that. Um, yeah, so it's a it's another thing. I'm like, how am I the host <laughs> at this point in time? What am I doing? Well, you're focusing on your flaws, which, you know, is difficult. You're not trying to fix everything at once. You're the host because you're a responsible person and you care deeply about carrying this system through all the difficulties they face. Yeah. You're host because they trust you. You know? Yeah. And my system trusts me. They didn't always. But they do now. Just as much as they trusted Hikari. And still trust Hikari, but they trust me to take on this role. Yeah. That's kind of a big deal. That's a big part of it. Like, I don't think a host is going to be particularly successful if everybody else isn't kind of on board with it. Yeah. If they're kind of like, yeah, not you. We don't support you. We don't respect you. You're, like, not going to do this well. So being a good host means that you have the respect of the system. Yeah. Well, because they know that you're going to think about everyone mm-hmm. and whatever decision that's made, you know. You're not going to pick a... You're not going to make a decision that would put any of the littles in danger. Right. You know, you're going to make sure that we're not around toxic people. Right. You know, just... Things like that. You're going to listen to input. Yeah. It's like being a team leader. Yeah. It's like being, you know, the matriarch or patriarch of a family. You know, you're there to hold everybody together, to keep everything safe, and to be responsible. So Hikari has done an amazing job being host. And it is sad to see her go. Not that she's gone. You know, she's still around. She still fronts every day. But it is sad to see her step down from this position because we all love her and we want what's best for her, which means that we're accepting this because she wants time. She wants time away. Yeah. It's been a lot. But here I am stepping up and willingly this time. Yeah. Makes a difference. It feels better than being thrown into the position (laughs) because nobody else will do it. Because that's just... You know, being put in position because you're like, this is my role. Yeah, it's different because we're all of us given roles in terms of DID. And it's our job to understand that we don't just exist to fulfill that role. There is so much more to us. And this comes up in therapy a lot. Mm -hmm. 
Like, you're not just a role. You're a person with other things about you, other likes and dislikes and, like, um, you know, a, a really rich personality. And this is something we experienced in therapy as our therapist was very much against roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being the angsty teenager or the happy teenager, like, there's more to each person than that. Yeah. Like, for you, just being what... What were you saying about yourself? <laughs> that you're no, I'm like serious, <laughs> you're serious, and boring, and uh... I would say you're serious. You're definitely not boring, <laughs> but like coming to terms with the fact that there's so much more to you than those two descriptors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you asked me about myself. I probably won't know what to say. <laughs> and that's a part of growing. Yeah, you know that's a part of coming into your own. And it's just social awkwardness. I mean, Which, how does anybody reply to that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, if the question is, what are you like? Tell me about yourself. That is a tough question. <laughs> I'm trying to think how I would answer it. I would say I'm loyal. I try to be uplifting for the most part. I try to be kind. That's the biggest one, is I try to be a kind person because I value kindness above, like, most everything else. Um, So, yeah, like, three pretty, like, nice descriptors. It'd be nice to hear you say nice things about yourself someday. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the journey. This is the journey. We'll see. See how I turn out. Yeah, so you're host of your system. I'm host of mine. Together... You know, we make a good team. We do. We do make a good team. We get stuff done. And we enjoy each other's company. We really do. So. We really do. Um, on that note, I feel like we're kind of done with this one. Yeah. So, I guess we're done. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs>